0: Welcome to the Hideously titled Get Better by Reading Books podcast with me, Maxine Horn. This is the audio accompaniment to my midlife crisis. I'm a mum of a preteen and a teen in my mid-forties. I have a good job, a nice house, two cars on the drive, and I'm looking at my life thinking, is this really it for the next 25 years? I've spent a lifetime reading self-help and business development books. Now is the ideal time to put all that reading into action. The only question being, is this actually going to work for someone like me? So many of these books are written by and aimed at men in their 20s and 30s who either have no carer responsibilities or, let's just say it, they have a wife. So let's see what we can glean from these books and see if they can lead to learning, creativity and growth. So this is it. It's the week that We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers has been published. I received it on my Kindle at midnight on Tuesday. and I woke up and I started reading it at 6am. And I hadn't even slept properly because all I could think about was getting hold of this book. Uh, so, yeah, you could say I'm a little bit of a Rachel Rogers fan, if not a Rachel Rogers stan. And what I love about Rachel is she talks about wealth generation as activism, that, that being wealthy is, is a quality work for women, for black women, for historically oppressed people. The full title of the book is We Should All Be Millionaires, A Woman's Guide to Earning More, Building Wealth and Gaining Economic Power. Uh, So we absolutely should all be millionaires. The question is, can we all be millionaires? And um, a few months back, I read a tweet that was said, uh, it was wading in on some drama, and it said something like, uh, I don't know what you're all talking about. You all think you're one lucky decision away from becoming a millionaire. And I was like, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, she's talking to me. So, I mean, that's playing in the back of my head whilst I'm reading this, but... uh, back to the book back to the book it's in two parts it starts with million dollar behavior and then it goes on to the million dollar roadmap so the first bit is about the mindset and then the second bit's uh, a bit more practical now i've read a lot around money mindset but this book really really speaks to me there's there's a bit about honoring your value and that's where most writing for women's money mindset is it's about valuing what comes easy to you and is needed, but might not have been historically valued because it came from women. But mostly the, the main focus of the book is about dismantling the idea that, that wanting wealth is either unwomanly, unfeminine, or it's not pro-equality, that um, having wealth means that you have to become part of a patriarchal white supremacy. But she spent a lot of time arguing that wealth in women's hands is actually powerful and an agent for change, uh, and just because you get the same money as a white man, it doesn't mean that you have to use your money in the same way that a white, white man does. Uh, and there's some there's some horrific stories in there about basically pointing to the fact that no matter how much you think an ally, a white man will be, they're, they're going to always going to support all the white men before they support the rest of us. And then another key chapter, I think, was around um, setting boundaries. And she talks about how women are expected to always put their family first. And actually you can set boundaries and it's healthy, especially for our daughters to hear us say, I'm not here to serve you. I'm having boundaries around my life. Um, And then you get to model a a different way of how to be a mum or how to be an adult woman for our our children. And it's important for them to see that wealth is available to them, but it's not their job to put everybody else's needs ahead of their own. And it's not that the boundary setting is is just selfish it's not i'm doing my own thing and my kids can go to hell it's important for them to to learn by seeing that it's okay for a woman to put herself in her needs first and and i desperately want that for my my kids i don't want them to think that's not available to them that it's off limits i mean my my girls one one wants to be an actor one wants to be a dancer and i want them to know that those dreams are okay and i don't ever want them to think they have to abandon them because somebody else in their life wants them to put their needs first. And that has to be modelled for them. So, back to the book, back to the book. Uh, Not millionaire yet, but I have started to implement some of the work. So, like in the second part of the book, there's some activities uh, where you're looking at your skills, you're looking at the value you've brought for employers and other people, and you list all the things that you've done, and then you use that as the basis of your business. But it is a massive leap. So uh, for me personally, I identify skills around listening uh, and skills around quickly building rapport and connection. But those two things do not immediately say, oh yeah, million dollar service or million dollar product. And then right at the end, there's a challenge to earn 10k in 10 days. Side note, I'm not sure how that translates to a UK context. So exchange rate wise, Ten k dollars isn't that much more than ten k pounds. However, quick Google says that the median U.S. income is sixty-three thousand dollars, whereas the median U.K. income is twenty-nine thousand, which sort of means that thousand is twice as much of your your income as it is in the U.K. as it is in the U.S. So then, so is that an excuse that ten k is is harder in the U.K. than in the U.S.? I'm not sure but again, again, we've pulled ourselves away from the book. So yeah, back to uh, being able to make a connection rapidly and listen well, doesn't immediately scream any kind of service other than possibly being a therapist. And I am not, I'm not a a trained therapist and I'm not taking the time or investment to train as a therapist. So I don't know, I need to explore some more ideas. Uh, So I'm not ready to start that work yet, but I need to put a deadline on it. Otherwise I could research for six months and Nothing will happen. So, quick recap. So what I loved most about the book, the mindset, definitely, and and the fact that I've listened to a ton of podcasts this week. My daughter driving her into school. She's like, why are we listening to this woman again? I have listened to all podcasts. Like I say, Rachel rogers Stan, And, and she talks about how she is absolutely the person to write this book. Um, I mean, you hear, you hear about some... White middle class guys going, oh yeah, this, this is this will work. All you've got to do is blah, and you're like, mm, yeah, sure, sure, Chad. Um, but you know, for a a, a black woman born into uh, into a low income family in New York, yeah, you know, if, if she can do it, then I could do it too. So I mean, it's great. Her her background means that it is possible for us. Also, the the whole not having to buy into the white supremacist patriarchy is, is really cool and then having the wealth uh, means that you're you have power and then you have the power to change things and also you have the power to uh, oh she also it's also important to know that you don't generate this money just to give it away that you can also consolidate the money there's a there's sort of a weight on consolidating wealth so ensuring that there is generational wealth to pass down to children grandchildren um, which has not been historically available to black americans so that's cool so yeah i mean this this book will absolutely work for someone like me other than the possible uk us shift but uh, i don't think that's a mega thing um so Yeah, it would be great to use the the focus skills that we learned in episode one and add them onto the changing narrative skills we learned in episode two and then work on this generating money quickly and and generating the wealth and having no shame around it. So, oh, something else that was was cool. So I got the book on Tuesday 6 a.m., started reading it by 8 a.m. I was in the car with the girls and I am saying to them that they shouldn't be depending on me to remember everything for them because it's not the mum's job to do the thinking for everybody. And that's important because one day they might be mums too uh, and they have their own lives to lead. So just trying to put those boundaries in place and, and model that straight away. And that's, that's going to be really, it's going to have to be a deliberate practice because that does not come easily, but it's so key. Uh, so I will be doing that and yeah so that that was the book it's amazing love it buy it work it that's the main thing and i was gonna for the next book read something about a side hustle because that seemed like the obvious step but i have so enjoyed reading something by a black woman that next week will also be i need to read more by black women so I have a couple of options on the kindle i'll decide tomorrow which one i'm going to go with so next week's book will be a bit of a surprise but um i look forward to catching you there if you want to get in contact with me i'm at podcast at maxinehorn.com that's m-a-x-i-n-e h-o-r-n-e.com uh, leave a review um, wherever you get your podcasts blah 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 you know the drill I see you.